Welcome back to Bear With Me. The Boston Bruins are now 32-10-9, and that is good enough for first in the Atlantic, first in the Eastern Conference, and good enough to whoop the team that was previously alone at the top of the National Hockey League and are now tied for the position with the Boston Bruins. My name is Joe Capone. That's Rob Zachi. Is that how I always say it? Do I always say our names, our full names? Yeah. I do? That's how long it's been. We don't even remember how we do this. We do the show still. We do. We do the show. We do. Anyone out there who says we don't do the show, you guys are wrong because we're doing it right now. What do you have to say about that? People say to me, Rob, you don't do the show. And I say, wrong. We we do. People don't even say it to me anymore because they're so scared of how I'll react because I'll fly (laughs) off the handle. I'm untethered. It's one of your uh, better. How you been, qualities. dude? How you been? How you been? How you, you still been engaged? Good. Uh, yep, still going strong. Um, nice for now. You know, it's every day is a new adventure. Who knows what it will have in store for either? <laughs> I didn't of us. know if that was just like a one day thing, or I don't know. We yeah, we just tried it on for size. Just uh, yeah. how do we feel about this? What what? Why don't we just tell our parents and everyone we know in our lives we're engaged, just to see how they'd react. And then be like, and, gotcha. And then in, in two months, we'll be like, April Fools. It's that really, would be kind of funny. We are really drawn out April Fools joke. That would be really good. Um, I'm going to transition to the game somehow out of that. Ready for this? Go for it. Um, here's like a radio transition. You know, what's not an April Fools joke is uh, <laughs> how the dude, the Bruins won tonight. Do you see it? Do you watch they the did. game? I did watch the game, uh, and I don't know if you watched Tuesday, but they very much did not win the game. They didn't. Yet another installment of, I prefer when the Boston Bruins win their games. I find it to be a much more enjoyable experience. In fact, it's best case scenario, because not only did they score goals, the other team did not score goals. That's like the best part of all this. I'm amazed. This was Olmark's first shutout of the year. That and only wrong. a seventh right? career. It's like, how did he not have 12 last year? I don't know. I feel like every game was a shutout. He won the Vezina. Good for him. Proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> he really earned it. it was, I don't know why that sounds sarcastic. He a, really strange, a strange reaction to that. Good. Hey, all right. He he had. A, you know what? Do you remember what his record was last year? He um, went was 40, it like 40, 12, yeah, and three. No, wrong. It's better. Forty-seven and one. It's better. What is it? It's forty-six and one. That's not right. Like you can't do that. Yeah, that I love when people are like, well, he only got like 48 starts, but it's like he won 40 of them. So we have to give him the Vesna. How many like, did not... he have last year? Start? Is that worth looking up? He had 40. He had 49 games played, 48 starts. How many shutouts? I mean, uh, two, two shutouts with a one, eight, nine and a nine, three, eight, <laughs> nine, three, eight. It's pretty good. Uh, now coming into this game, dude. Here's the thing: we we talked about this with Calgary, and I'll say it again with Vancouver. I misjudge every Canadian team. I'll never 
properly, except for that one year where Montreal was far and away the worst team in the NHL. Shout out to them being the first ever team ranked number 32. Besides that year, I feel like I never have a grasp on where anybody is. I, I know Toronto is always like in the mix, but they, they don't matter, you know, come the summer. And everyone else, I just have a terrible read on. The Canucks, I've known that they were like, you know, hovering around the top of the league earlier in the year, but I figured that had fizzled out. There were moments where like they came back to earth a little bit and I figured they had fallen down a little bit. And I've also figured that Calgary must have put it together a little bit. They must have strung some wins together. Wrong on both accounts. Um, now, I don't know if you caught this. Did you, did you catch these games? Did you watch these games? Um, pretty pretty uh, surprising outcomes on both ends in terms of both of these games. The, yes and no. Uh, yes, because, wow, you think you'd beat the bad team and lose to the good team. But no, because that's what the Boston Bruins do. They don't respect their opponents well enough sometimes. Well, maybe not even respecting, but they just play to the level of their opponent. So I also agree that I don't really have a great bead on the quality of Canadian teams because, like, I had tw- a thousand days to research Calgary before the Bruins played again. And I had yeah, to re- yeah. relearn. They, they took hockey. a whole month off. Yeah. You grew a beard, like it. A lot happened, yeah. Uh, and I, I texted you. I was like, "Calgary's bad," because mm-hmm. they're bad. Uh, I knew Vancouver was good just because I knew that every time I checked the standings, that they were the ones fucking up Boston, being in that number one spot. Which I'm cool with being number two. Have the President's sure. Trophy. Make us not have to read articles about how it's bad to be the best team in the league. Uh. But uh, but yeah, leave it to the Bruins to get handedly whooped by a pretty shitty team, like six in their division, like 22nd in the league, I think. And then to shut out with oomph the best team in the league. What What doesn't make sense to me is that it's not that they were playing down to Calgary's level. It's that they played... So much worse than Calgary. You, I don't even Calgary, want to use the word played. It didn't really feel like they played. They were they were on ice. They were present and for that, that game the, at best. I don't even like the word present, honestly. I even think that's too far. I will not go further than they were on the ice. You could call that being present, but that feels like... Present implies some kind of spiritual presence. Yeah, like they weren't mentally present. Like... Yeah, they just were like just standing, t posing, all of them on the ice, which is so weird because after the Christmas break they came back firing, and it was like okay yes. they needed a break, and then the All Star break came, I, I not really at a good time or a bad time. It wasn't really didn't really feel either way about it. It was like okay here it comes. Went into it feeling pretty neutral, and they came out of it beyond sleepy against a bottom 10 team in the league that played that well just doesn't too. make any sense calgary looked yeah. good that was also part of it that's why i was saying like it's not like they played down to their level and lost you know a 2-1 shit fest with calgary they just calgary decided to play boston didn't um which 
I don't know if you kind of want to say the same thing about this Canucks game. Did you feel like Vancouver, like it didn't, uh, that game that didn't, didn't feel that, like Vancouver looked off. That looked like we didn't really yeah. play Vancouver. That didn't feel like beating the best team in the NHL. No. Yeah, no, neither of these games felt terribly competitive in like two very different ways. I'm cool with getting the 4-0 win, though. That's fine with me. I texted you and I even tweeted about this, but I want to talk about it. A Thursday night game in Boston between the two best teams in the league and tickets were going for like $60. That's Mm. so strange. Like a Tuesday night game against like the Jets will go for $120. I think it's that I think it's a couple of things. I think it's that the seas are super hot right now, too. And that there's maybe just a little bit more attention on the Celtics than the Bruins right now. Um, I also think it's that the Canucks are so unsexy and so far away that nobody's traveling here. There's no, you know, um, yeah, visiting fans. Nobody is coming from Vancouver for, for this game. Did you hear what um, Jack and Brick when they were talking about um, 2011, of course, because we can't mm-hmm. play Vancouver without coming up. Oh, shit. They played them in 2011, right? Oh, wow. Uh, I totally seven times, that. actually. They played them seven times. Nine times, okay. technically. But um, but they're basically just saying that you would, a, a Canadian team hasn't won the Cup since 93. And mm-hmm. that year, the Canucks were far and away the best team in the league. President's Trophy, like best power play, best penalty kill, just like outrageously fantastic team mm-hmm. and they had zero support from canada like even canada wanted them to lose that stanley cup final and it's but you're right i totally agree that's like they're not a sexy team like there's just like something about them that like i don't care at all it's like they're not they're not anything i i feel British more Columbia. for the winnipeg jets than i do for the vancouver canucks 100 percent. like jets i'm like that's cool that'd be a cool team like the whiteout's cool you get hellebuck yeah. Like, yeah, there's stuff going on there. Yeah. Vancouver, I mean, even if you like, go through yeah, like their, yeah. yeah, like especially, you know, a few years ago, like line A and yeah, like when, yeah, when Buff was there, like big Buff. They, yeah. They had some cool teams. I don't feel anything about the Canucks. I don't feel anything at no. all. I don't think, I don't think many people do. I mean, not to bring him up every show. Maybe I don't want to have to add him to the, the box here. Lucic is from there. Came here and completely denounced his Vancouver citizenship. Was just like, I'm not from there anymore. Did he won? Uh, what league was it that he won the championship? It was the Vancouver Giants. Mm-hmm. Whatever league that is, I can't believe I can't remember the name of that league. I'm going to have someone text me when this comes out and be like, "It's the VHL," and I'll be like, "Of course, obviously, the Vancouver Hockey League." How could I have forgotten? <laughs> But yeah, no, I just yeah. don't give a shit. About, and it, part of it's like nope. we play them twice a year, and it's like it's cool because Marshan just like flips his fuck you switch whenever we play them, which he did tonight to a, a lesser degree than than you would see. He took his foot off the gas. Less. I don't know if he it was did. Like, yeah, no, I the yeah. whole team they're like we're up for nothing. Like let's take it easy here. Like yeah, I mean the last like ten minutes of that game was just clock killing. Yeah, I was. I, I'm actively falling asleep right now. You could tell they were like they felt guilty about every shot on net that they took in the last like ten minutes of that. Game. Like, hey, you don't have to do that. It's, it's like, like even we, that. Sorry, we have the puck. Uh, <laughs> Coach is yeah. mad. I got to shoot on you. Look, if I don't, my ass is in the jackpot. 
uh, Zadorov's cross check on Steen was just like, like so Steen's just no standing one. there and he's like, fuck you. And it's like, dude, I know. Like, I get it. <laughs> like, just like, let's move on. Like, dude, Jack. Yeah. Jack being like that. That's unnecessary. unnecessary. <laughs> it's like, that's as much as he could even muster. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you're if Jack is struggling to you know muster up hate for the Vancouver Canucks, like it's over. This game has lost its life. This game was it was a two period game. It was really a one and a half period. Yeah, no game. goals in the third period. Yeah, it was, it was really a, a call in that cross check for penalties. Like it wasn't. There was a they couple. They should check good... in after two periods if a team wants to play the third. <laughs> like how you guys feeling? Feeling up for it? Not even a mercy thing. Like. Maybe a mercy thing, but four goal lead, most dangerous lead in hockey. Sorry, my mic unplugged. But yeah, it should be a two half, two half, and then there's a third period. If if we're feeling a little crazy, with a third yeah. with an asterisk, game, maybe be like, nah, we're out of here. Forget overtimes. We don't even know if we want to play the full sixty. Yeah, no. What's the need? Imagine it's um, like. They institute a new rule where it's like puck drop at the beginning of the game, and Russ like, okay, uh, first goal wins, go. Like, <laughs> yeah, they played they a thirty-second like game. Ice's right wheel at the beginning of the game to figure out like the stipulation Ooh, for that game. I like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just chill. It's like the three and three where it's like you can have like the money puck where it's like plus two, plus three, minus one. Mm-hmm. That be they should do that in the All Star game. They should include. They I don't know because they're not very smart. Uh, although How much we don't it, have to watch an all-star game for another three years. What? Next year, there's no all-star game because it's the Four Nations tournament in lieu of the all-star game. Wait, that's in lieu of the all-star? How yes. am I hearing about that for the first time yes. right now? There's no all-star game next year, uh, which David Pasternak has whoa, made explicitly whoa, clear whoa, he will not whoa, be watching. Whoa. Yeah, because when you, you can't have two different extended breaks during the season. There's no all-star game? Correct. Are you going to be all right? I go right to like career numbers and career stats. You know, think about like somebody's Hall of Fame campaign. They're like, oh, here's an X-time Hall of Famer. Yeah, this X-time all-star. But he won the Four Nations tournament. (laughs) Dude, so if you're not from those Four Nations, are you You just You don't get to play. You just get, get a couple weeks off. Yeah, that's it. Again, as David Posnock has explicitly made clear, he will not be watching. And someone was like, it's because there's only like 13 Czech players, Czechia players. It's like, that's enough. You just need you just need David out there. Just do like the rest of Europe and make a fifth nation called the rest of Europe. <laughs> I'd buy that jersey. That says the rest of Europe. Be a little it. wordy, but I buy it for the novelty. <laughs> um, uh, New Jersey, yeah, it just says rest. So yes, twenty twenty five Four Nations, no All Star game. Twenty twenty six Olympics, no All Star. Twenty twenty seven All Star. We're caught up. The Olympics always mitigate an All Star game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, yeah, it's, it's at so the exact whole, same time. So that whole thing I just went on is moot because they did that before, like every four years. Correct. Well, but then presumably the All-Stars would then be playing for their countries, which I think to them is more important and means more. 
like I would think when you're talking about accolades, I would say like a gold or even a silver Olympic medal means more than an all-star appearance. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, again, I just go to career numbers and just having an inaccurate view of like. I thought you were doing a bit, to be honest. I thought you were like, there's no all-star game. Whoa. Like, just like, what are we going to do? I really don't remember that. Well, it's been a while. What am I going to do when when I'm supposed to be not watching the all-star game? When I'm supposed to be browsing Twitter to see the highlights, highlight of the all-star game. I watched a little bit. I did not. It was I was at a bar and it was on and I watched it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I stopped paying attention to it. I, I'm sorry, Batman. I'm sorry. I'm that sorry. That day, that morning, I, was, I had my son and I was like, hey, you excited? For, we're going to watch the All-Star game tonight. He was like, yay. And then at like two o'clock, I turned on the TV and it was on. And I was like, what? Also, I don't want to watch. Why is it on? I don't want to watch a draft at an all-star game. Just make the teams ahead of time. They're copying the NBA. I don't care. Like, just I don't. I don't care. It is the least exciting thing in any sport. Is the well, the OV. I think they're probably doing it because of the Ovechkin clip. Because people still like that one. You know what I'm talking about? The I don't. So they did a thing in like what the oh seven oh eight. All-Star game, maybe a little later, where like the player who got picked last got a car. Oh, okay. And they asked Ovechkin, because Ovechkin, I mean, this is like Ovechkin's coming out party. And they were like, you know, oh, you think you're gonna go first? And he's like, I hope not. I need car. Yeah, you need and, car. You need car, Alex. I need car. And then uh like every time they cut to him, he was like holding a sign in front of his face and said, Don't pick me, I need a car. That does sound very familiar. And then they picked him first. I there I, there was something that Crosby missed. And I think it was the draft this year at the All Star Game because he was just skating yeah. at an outdoor rink. Yeah, which, which like, is that's, exactly that's, that's, that's like definitely like look. I'm Sidney Crosby. I am 51 years old. I don't care. <laughs> like I'm going. I'm in the middle of trade like, rumors for some yeah. fucking reason. Yeah. Like, right. Like let's. I'm gonna do whatever I want to do. And also, it's just. So exemplary of how hockey fans felt about that whole ordeal. Yeah. It's like, no one's watching. I'm not going. Like, that's, yeah, Sid, go do your thing. We're all doing ours. All right. My I wonder, I wonder what the ratings were, like the television ratings were for the I NHL. I think they were so bad draft. that they don't even have ratings. The people who were supposed to make the ratings forgot to do that. They Because they didn't watch. Because they didn't want to. Correct. Exactly. There we go. Um, the, the the things that did come out of the All Star Weekend, uh, I guess if you want to just talk the, on the ice stuff, um, nothing notable from the skills competition with Pasta that I can think of. I mean, no. he did. I, I mean, well, Drysital though. Drysital. No, not dry. Was it Drysital? Who am I thinking of? Kucherov. Somebody went four for four. Somebody Ray Borked it. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Um, no. Well, McDaddy? the one thing that did happen is that Pasta like fumbled the puck and like kind of half-assed it and then immediately after that kucherov quarter-assed it the whole way so it immediately took the heat off of pasta but um kucherov was getting booed like the whole time uh and not because of some you know imaginary rivalry there just because he wasn't trying 
I I don't blame I don't I don't blame him. We I <laughs> I don't know. The skills competition seems like the one fun aspect. Like if yeah, I was to buy tickets fair. to one know. event, it would be the skills night. I'm more just than being it would a curmudgeon. Be. Yeah, just like put, make make like whoever loses like like put like some real stakes in it. It's like it's like they talk about like you win a million dollars. How about if you lose, you have to pay like that million dollars comes from you. Like you and it's like I only make 1.5. It's like, well, yeah, you better fucking win then. <laughs> Shouldn't have been an all-star then, dude. <laughs> should have played a little shittier. <laughs> you should be mad at your contract. teammates for not being better. Like that is funny. I like that. You come in last, you gotta show us all your dick and balls right now. <laughs> Center ice. Spotlight. You, know, you just see someone deliberately scoring on their own net over and over again. <laughs> oh man, no. Oh. I guess I'll take it out. It's the first oh. period. Like, oh no, you know, it's it's, it's a one goal lead though. Like Might I, as well get ahead of this. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Somebody just skates out with no pants on. Like, look. <laughs> We all know where pasta, this is going. Honestly, pasta might be a first ballot there to do that. Um, now, yeah, the only other on the ice thing that was notable was the uh, the Swayman verse pasta shootout moment. That was something. You see Swayman giving all the goalies hugs. And Thatcher Demko refusing. Yeah, and he apologized and then that this morning. leading to a 4-0. Um, <laughs> he apologized this morning and gave him a hug. He what? He said he apologized to Swayman this morning. Said he was like locked in and didn't see, even notice him. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, that he which gave is him a hug exactly this which is exactly what the video looked like. That's the thing is like he's just there were people straight ahead. Yeah, there were people who were like really diving into like Taylor Swift esque fan theories on like oh like Thatcher cares a lot about the Canucks. I bet he cares about the history there with the Bruins, and that's why he doesn't want. No, I think he just didn't see him. You said a I mean, name just, just now, and all I could think of was that I want to vote for Joe Biden. Is that weird? What did I say? I don't remember. <laughs> I can't wait for the Super Bowl. <laughs> was Why did Taylor Swift make you think of Joe Biden? I don't know. Fox News told me something. I don't remember. You're 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 uh, you're diving into the uh, into Fox News these days. You got engaged, and now you're 58. <laughs> yes, Is that, uh, I, I I deeply uh, and morbidly am entertained by all that shit. The people that are like Illuminati esque, like the NFL perpetrated this relationship in order to blah 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 blah. It's like I don't think anyone in the world is that organized. Like I, I, I think we all think far too much of each other to think that we could pull off something this organized. It's like talk the moon yeah. landing. You understand? It's like two hundred thousand people had to be in on that as a secret and keep it a secret. No, yeah. No, I tell something to one person at work, and by the end of the day, like everybody knows it. Like I don't. Yeah, I think that no. a lot about when when people talk about rigging games or like the league wants. You know, the league wants this and the league wants that. It's like that shit gets found out all the time. Like you just you simply can't do it. Like there was an instance of it last year or two years, two years ago in baseball. And it got out and nobody really cared about it. They should have. But um, 
they tried to push Aaron Judge to break the home run record, which he technically did. But like they collected all the balls and they were all different than Major League Baseball. So like they went around and collected a bunch of balls from that season. It turns out the Yankees were like playing with different balls. And it's like that that you get found out. You get found out if you do any of that stuff. So I don't remember why I was getting oh Thatcher Demko. Had <laughs> he been <laughs> right Aaron Judge, Thatcher Demko. It's all They're coming right. together. Mm, My court board is full. I ran out of string. We have a group. We meet under the Queen City Bridge every Thursday. Six Emperor Tyrannus. Um, Gazuntite. Yeah, he. I never thought it was any sort Is of trip a John anything? Wilkes Booth reference in the middle of this episode. Yeah. Okay, carry on. Yeah, that was a John Wilkes Booth. Nice reference. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of talk about presidential assassinations this week. Uh, Brock <laughs> Joe, Purdy please. being asked. Show easy, easy. Uh, no, Brady. Brock Purdy was asked. Like, uh, <laughs> you look like um, Lee Harvey Oswald. What do you What do you think of that? Like at Super Bowl Media mm-hmm. Week, and he was like, "I don't know what you're talking. I guess sure." It's like maybe we don't need a full week of media. Maybe this is too much. That's coming from a media member. A member of the media. <sighs> I think we anyway, need like one guy start- to cover each team. I think that's enough. Like what yeah. gratuitous beyond that. You take turns even. Much. I get every third week of the month. Like but they have a bye week. That sucks. I I don't know. Like dude, I, I think. I think the um, the one thing that did come out of like all the All Star Game coverage, though, that I am grateful for that the, there were as many folks there as they were, is that we got a ton of pasta content. So much pasta content! I was and like, thank Whoa. God, <laughs> like him, him, and was Nylander. it Nylander? Yeah, the, the fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a very good video. Very, so, very. Pasta good. Good William Nylander breaking down like other athletes, like. Mm-hmm. walking in outfits he's like oh i would love to wear that i don't like that mm-hmm. i would not wear i would wear pink jacket not pink pants so funny dude there's a pic picture of russell westbrook that comes up and pasta immediately goes i'm not a gucci fan it's like you i can love t- that too like, like yeah. what <laughs> you can just gucci is eyeball like that's tremble. gucci yeah i'm not a gucci guy but i do like flowers i would never wear those pants it's crazy how much more po- uh, personality pasta has than like most of the league combined. Oh my god, yeah, he's so fun. Yeah. Him with his daughter. First of all, I love that her name is Freya. What a love! I love that name. Beautiful, lovely little name. And just like she's like, oh, you can. He's just such a, as the kids would say, a girl dad. Do you see him wearing the girl dad hat? No, I didn't. That's great. That's he, so there's good. a picture of him like taking her swimming. And he's wearing a girl dad hat. Oh, that's very sweet. I like it's that. It's very lot. cute, dude. I, I I love that man, dude. Uh, like, he also I, went on bar down or he went to the bar down offices and he went on their podcast and uh was talking about like the difference in beer here versus there. Did you see yeah, that? Foam, how you that? foamy. Yeah. Yeah. That's talk about like great. that could have been an actual commercial for just beer. And I've been like, wow, I dude, I watched. I was like, I want a beer so badly right now. Like it made me want to go to Prague. Cold one. I would fucking love to go to Prague. It we is would very destroy much. Prague. 
Prague would destroy us. We could it would be know. mutual. It'd be mutually assured destruction. Yeah. Through foam. I was gonna beer. study abroad in Prague, and I probably should have. That would have probably been pretty life changing. Yeah. You should do that. You should but have instead done that. I dropped out of college. You did. I was there. Yeah. yeah that well, this is the second I time I dropped out. I, I was also there. You yeah, less, you were technically less so. around. I was around. We were in the same town. You were graduating. I was dropping out. That's what that's what was going on. Because I was like, oh, it's my time to graduate. And the school was like, you need like two and a half more years of school. You haven't been going to class at all. And you, you just <laughs> did like, the SpongeBob walking away out of the room doing the finger guns meme. Like, yeah, I was like, so can I still put right, on my see resumes you later. <laughs> that I was here for four years? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, loophole city. They weren't going to let me walk at graduation because I owed the library $2.50. They're like, if you don't pay this, you, you got to pay your walk. dues, man. I was like, I have a five. You can keep it because clearly you need it. Like I, they just threw it at the librarian who was just doing their job. <laughs> fuck, fuck you, <laughs> poor woman. Yeah. Strutted out of there. Uh, and, and far, and anyway, let's pasta, go to Prague. Back to pasta real quick. And yes, yeah. let's go to Prague. Far be it for me to comment on someone else's appearance. Pasta's eyes. That man needs to sleep for three straight weeks. They I'm, were like the the portraits were tough too. Yeah, it's it might have just been a lighting thing or whatever, but like it's just every photo. I'm like, oh my guy, it's like that. You definitely have a newborn at home. Well, I like, think I think he's like away from his wife and child in Toronto, so he was probably partying it up. He's in Toronto. I feel like he's looked that way all season. I don't know. I, I it doesn't he? matter. I don't really care. Like I don't want to start being that guy, but there was. Just <laughs> I like, thought it that, was more like he'd been hammered for three days. I don't, he doesn't strike me as something. Nah, he definitely, he was doing a whole thing on beer. Yeah, you're not in your head. He definitely gets fucked up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, transition time. Talk about Boston Bruins. You got fucked up. My father texted me mm. and just said, Does Rob know? <laughs> oh, no. So many people have like, experienced it through like oh no is rob okay like that's like i had three different people at work come up to me and just kind of like hey <laughs> like like i know i know but all I right i want to let you lament i'm going to give you the floor to lament and then i'm going to make you feel better okay well i i want to hear more from that if there is more because that, that i think that's funny because from my perspective knock? no when your dad's drinking you. <laughs> no we can imagine uh I forget what I was doing. I think I was watching TV and I, I just look at my phone and I just see a text and it said, please tell me you saw the news, which is like top three worst text you could probably ever see, especially when no, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. And I yeah. think you had a missile on headed our way right now, dude. Literally, yeah. We're going to Jim carry it in Hawaii and just accept yeah. our fate. Uh, and I, you even added on about Potsy. And I was like, I didn't even like my mind didn't even really go anywhere specifically. I just I was like, all right, let's just let's see what this is. This could be a lot of things. Um, just, uh, <laughs> so I looked it up, and of course, immediate. Uh, Matt Patra has undergone successful sh shoulder surgery. Expected recovery five months. His season is over. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> I'm just like crying into my jersey. It's fine. Uh, it explains a lot. Uh, 
he is a little string bean that just got smacked around all season long. Still put up 15 points in 33 games. Not bad. Uh, it sucks. It sucks. I'm 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 happy the team decided to do this because I know that I think Chuck and DeBrusque had this similar surgery and they're fine. And he's same 19. Surgeon. Same surgeon, even better. And I do love Montgomery's comments where he added on. He was like, he remains like a big part of the Boston Bruins future. Like, cause I know with a trade deadline and everything, there's some people like, like Twitter heroes being like, Oh, Olmark Patra Beecher, well, uh, whatever in a first for my dad. Uh, but I love that. Like Monty is like, immediately he's like, no, like he's ours. Like we're, we're planning to include him. Like that is very much what we're doing going forward. Mm-hmm. It does suck that I don't. We don't get to watch him play hockey for another six months. That sucks, and it sucks too because I wanted him to be able to use uh, the off season to gain muscle up top and gain some weight, and not just have to rehab. Because like I specifically wanted him to gain like muscle up top, and now it's going to be just like, hey, just get your function back, mm-hmm. functionality. Yes, yeah, that's a word. Functionality back. Eh, it sucks. I've come to terms with it, but eh, it sucks. So, and how are you? How are you going to make me feel better? Fucking make me I feel better. To, I fucking dare. I'm you. going to actually. I think I can. I listened to um, half of this game, the good half, on the radio today. Bob Beers was talking. My dad's favorite. Bob Beers was talking <laughs> during the first intermission <clears throat> about uh, the the surgery and all that, and. I don't know. I hadn't seen any of this information elsewhere, but I'm assuming that he found it somewhere. Beers isn't really a scoop guy. So I must have found it somewhere. But he said that the Bruins were aware of this um, and knew that he would need surgery this past summer. And um, I guess like came to a decision with him because they knew they wanted to use him during this year. And if they had gotten the surgery then, which I think they said was like June, that he would have been out until November. And they were like, rather than having him come back and um, not have time, like you said, not have time to put mass on, but just regain functionality and then jump into the NHL for the first time because we want to use him this year, see what he can do in the NHL this year. Like they had a conversation with him about like, how do how about we put this off a little bit and you start the year here um and i guess like they came to a decision i guess he said something about his parents being involved in the decision as well and knowing that this would ha- this day would come um and i think it was also coupled with another injury that was going on uh, cuz this is a stabilization injury this isn't like some uh you know muscular tear or some kind of uh um uh sudden um, impact injury kind of thing. This is just a stabilization surgery that, like you said, is somewhat common. Uh, So they were aware that it would have to happen. I think the decision to say, we want you here now and we want you to get up to speed and then you can take next off season to, you know, rehab, regain your functionality. And then, you know, you're aware of of the speed of the game, what you're going to need to work on where you need to build all that. I think that indicates to me, 
again, just how important he actually is to this team um, and that they thought he could contribute right away at 19 years old. All right. I feel a little bit better. I've, I've I do find it odd, though, right? Like the, to know that he would need weird to know like you need surgery and, and be like, yeah, just what if you just played anyways? So like, why don't we just kick those tires and see how you're see how you're doing? Um, I think it's one of those things I don't where think like, this, well, you can't injure it more. Yeah, and I don't think this is like him playing through like a torn ACL or something. Like it's not that you can, but yeah, I don't know. Like I don't think I know enough about the injury or the surgery itself to have an informed opinion on allowing or encouraging someone to play through it but if all parties said yay then sure why not um and we got we got potra because if like he had that surgery then we would not know who he is right he would just be like a like if somebody read off of like potential prospects for the team i'd be like matt poitois huh yeah Yeah, we'd all be saying poitras poitras potras Poitsy, anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's something. Uh, I was saying, is there an award for the best sophomore season? And if not, can we call it the Patra? You're already giving it to him. I'm already so giving him the naming Patra. it after him. I. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I actually, now I'm really curious. I wonder who, if, if anybody's had like, not if anybody, surely someone has had. A outrageously great sophomore year, especially compared to their rookie year. I'm sure that'd be an interesting stat line. Like players that just like quadrupled their point total in their second year. Huh. But also played a full. Yeah, more or less. Full. Like say like 65 games or something like that. 60 games. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I. Um, so that's Potsy. Yeah. Is there anything else from the break? Yeah, well, this is post-break stuff, but it's the I I had another thing yeah, I wanted to get through. But if you have some other break stuff, no, I don't. I don't believe I do. I want your really happened. No, nothing happened. Uh, I want your thoughts, feelings, opinions, analysis, breakdown, your thoughts and feelings, your. Um, Give me other things that I want. On. I want everything you got on Derek Forbert being the newest target of Bruins fan hate them. Matt Grizzlick is standing right there and everybody's looking right past him to get pissed at Derek Forbert. That is my reaction. Yeah. I forward's not perfect, but the I, it feels so disproportionate the hate that he gets. It's like it's not to say that like don't call him out on his bad plays or whatever. Like we do that with everybody. We do that with Pasternak. We do that with McAvoy. That's just what we do. We fucking hate David Pasternak. Do not listen to this podcast. We hate him so goddamn much. Uh, but I, 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 I don't have flags risen up for Derek Forbert. Like, I don't watch his game and be like, what the fuck? I feel that way about Matt Grizzlick pretty frequently. He had a pretty good game tonight, though, I will say. He had, he had a few really good plays. Sure. Um, so credit Any credit game where do. I'm not pulling my hair out about something he did, I think is 
a net positive. It's like a running joke with you and I. It's like whenever there's like, all right, well, that goal went in. And then you watch the replay. You're like, where did it break down? You're like, well, there's Matt Grizzly picking his nose in the corner. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think people just like to have someone to hate and they don't always pick that person using, I don't know, a level head. And I think Derek Forbert is just a really easy guy for people to shit on. I mean, because like he plays, like, he's like a background defense guy. Like he's not like your McAvoy. He's not even like a Carlo. He's like he, he he's an unsexy brand of hockey. He's tough. He hits hard. It's probably the most outside of McAvoy, the most physical defenseman. Weirdly and, enough, our enforcer right now, which that's not great. It's almost Got like cats fighting was, behind me. There should have been somebody else to be the enforcer, but they're not here. Check. Boom. Talked to Paul Korea. Paul Korea. <laughs> He's supposed to be here. It's been pretty quiet. <laughs> Where are you at, Paul? We need you. We're, uh, we, Monty's the, the, the thing, coach. You know him. You played Forbert is slow in transition. He's slow, period. Mm, yeah. And uh, so the thing is, like, if he pinches and he gets beat, it's going to look bad. Uh, and on the rush, guys are going to be aware that they're up against Derek Forbert, and they're going to try their wheels, and they're going to bump it up to fifth gear and try to get by him, and sometimes they're going to. But yeah, he got, he got Derek beat. does that a good f- job of keeping guys to the outside. Yeah. And like, f- it, I keep interrupting. Sorry. No, 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 no. You're good. I think, I, I think he gets... He gets burned and it looks bad, but I think he's I think he's solid, dude. I, I think he's I think he's yeah. good. Yeah, that uh that fourth goal in the Calgary game, he got burned. It was like when he was like turning, like yeah. he was getting backwards. Like he's he fumbled just enough to give up the ice. And like and people were like, oh, we're the former defenders now. And it's like, dude. That is one hundred percent on Jeremy Swayman for that yes. goal. That 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 is yeah. one hundred out of one hundred times on Swayman to stop that that goal. Like like that rush ended in what a two on two, right? I, th- I don't recall exactly. It was either a two on two or a two on one. Forbert didn't allow a pass, kept his man to the outside, and forced him to take a shot from like the bottom of the circle. On the back. What more do you want? On Did it look sexy? On the backhand, and yeah. he beat Swayman short side. It was like half you a ask step. Jeremy Swayman. You ask Swayman, dude. He knows he has to have that. A hundred percent. And like that was like Twitter's reaction, like Bruman's Twitter. They're like, "Oh wow, everybody sucks tonight." Like most people are like, "Yeah, that's on Sway." Like that is like it's he does not have yeah. many of those moments. But that was absolutely a moment. It didn't matter like, that we didn't. Right. Like, oh fuck! Now we're not going to win. Like that game was over at that point. Yeah. That game was they, over we, when it. They was... didn't lose that game because no. of Swayman. It's the, just that goal. If you have to put it on someone, yeah, that, that one's on Sway. That game ended the fucking second they took that too many men penalty and gave up a yeah. goal. The moment they even took the penalty to begin with, it's like that was a do or die power play, and you mm-hmm. took a fucking not even a close too many men. Like an extended period of time, you had six players in the zone and not even the coach was saying anything about it. 
Mm-hmm. You lose that game. You should. It was like a hold on a game. second. There's no way you guys are still playing with six guys. Yeah. Penalty. But like, yeah. I mean, but, <clears throat> and the thing is, that would have been like that penalty aside. Like, if you don't get another goal on that extended power play, then that game was going to be over anyway. They just kind of accelerated it. Like, that too many men call to just negate their power play was just, you know, pressing the fast forward button. Being like, no, 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 no. We're going to lose this game. And just real quick, you guys can score four on four, uh, get this thing right back to where it was, and, you know, get rid of any chance. I hope that this is going to be a comeback. But, um yeah, man. I mean, it's also weird that after such a long all-star break in a game where everyone looks lifeless in a, on a goal that makes it a three goal game. That's when people are like, look at Derek Forbert fucking this up. What? No, the the whole team has been asleep at the wheel tonight. This game is over and they're just coming back from the break. Like it's, you're not fed up with him. It's just a it's stupid timing. It's absolutely stupid timing, and it's looking to blame somebody. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. There's just there's other folks to blame. And I don't even know if it's like an individual thing, that that one game. Cause then they came out two nights later and beat the best team in the National Hockey League pretty convincingly. So I don't know. Take a moment, have some have some uh patience with your takes. Because shitting on Derek Forbert, I think, is just the wrong thing to do. Because no Forbert, if you remember when Derek Forbert was hurt, you start digging in Providence, and nobody in Providence is Derek Forbert. Like, Mason Lorai, as much as we like what we saw from him, look at any advanced stat. When he was up here, at least at the very beginning, I know he found it a little bit, like far and away, far and away, the biggest liability on the ice you don't just get to, you know, look at one or two bad plays from Derek Forbert and be like, get him out of here. Like, dude, you're not going to have six all-star defensemen. Okay. He's just a sound stay at home, whatever, big, slow dummy. That's what you need. There's a lot of teams in the league that would love a Derek Forbert. There's a lot of teams that just that need that style. That's what Let I mean. Alone being like, as good at it as yeah. he is, they just need a stay-at-home defenseman. There's so few. Critical of the PK, really big on the PK mm-hmm. too. Yeah, no, I mean that's kind of my take on it. Is that I I don't think it's justified. And if you do want to pick a defenseman to like shit on, my pick would be Grizzly. Yeah, um, it's Grizzly. I I yeah, I think it's it like which sucks is I don't. It's not even like. I don't think he's inherently a good hockey player. I just think he's playing very bad hockey lately. But when lately it turns into an extended period of time and it starts costing you goals, which then cost you games, and you have other options that like, all right, well, maybe maybe we do call up Lorey. Well, he's injured right now, so you don't. But when you get a guy like Watherspoon come out, it's like, well, let's see what else is going on. But at the same time to what you were saying, you don't always want to be scratching down at Providence and rolling those dice. But yeah, especially when, you know, in the in the coming years, you're going to need those guys. So to yeah. be burning, burning time is is not uh, ideal. It is not. Whatever. whatever. All right. We got to talk about this uh, because, well, because everybody is. And because it's timely, I'm a little, 
tired of this conversation, but it's I, gotta happen. If we're gonna talk about the bees right now, we can't not talk about the trade deadline. And if they're gonna do anything, and if they're gonna what they're gonna do with the brusque, if they're gonna try for one of the top end guys, if they can navigate the cap space to get one of those guys, it just it's tiring to keep bringing up, but I think it's worthwhile just because it is the biggest front page storyline around the team right now. Has your opinion changed at all? Do you think, I mean, with the conversation around Noah Hannafin in his last year and possibly pursuing him in the off season and those rumors, does that change anything in the trade deadline for you? I can't even bring myself like genuinely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, this is the worst way to lead into it, but like this is very much not my area of expertise, too. I think I've been upfront about that in the past. Mm. Um, I do like Noah Hannafin. Um, I do think for like what the projected cost would be, I think it's like someone who's saying like seven, seven and a half or something like that. Um, not a bad grab. Um, really taking into consideration how much cap space the Bruins will be playing with in the summer. I think I've also come out and been like, I don't think Jake will be here next year. Um, I changed my, if, if I have said that, which I do believe I did, I changed my mind on that. I do believe Jake will be here next year. This is just my gut. I don't know. What do I know? Mm-hmm. I'm just a boy. Uh, I, I I think he's even had a few comments where he's just like, I would have to hope I would be uh, still be a Bruin next year. So I believe it's his desire to stay here, which I think he is did, like he did explicitly stay say since we've done a show, he did explicitly stay that he wants to stay in Boston, which I think if he does mean that, which I, in this case, I, I think any player would say something like that, but I do believe he means that. I think that's like, I don't, 90%. Think, that he, I don't think any player would say that. I think yeah, you I have to fair. say that you have to mean it. If you're going to say that uh, there's, there's like, a script, there's a script. If you want to no, be right. a free agent, there's a script to be like, Hey, look, I hope we work something out. Uh, you know, I've loved my time here. Uh, you know, would obviously love, uh, you know, to work something out. But, uh, you know, that's for the future. I'm just focused on right now. Fair. Um, I, I think that's like 90% of it is just wanting to stay, especially with the Bruins having a culture and a history of guys taking not the highest dollar amount to either come here, but more often stay here. I think the relationship he has with the guys in the team, like, coming up with like McAvoy who like will certainly become the captain in a couple of years. And Jacob could probably end up wearing an a, um, I, I think. And I, I think the Bruins want him too. I, I, I think first his streakiness or through all of it, that he's still a really great hockey player. I think in the open market, he could probably pull seven and a half, maybe even eight with the right team, the cap space. Um, like a desperate team, maybe. But if the Bruins can like a six by six, I keep saying that. And I like that a lot. Like a six by six for Jake would be very good because he needs a long-term contract and he's going to want a long-term contract. And I think that's a great price. Like I, I think he's at, at the very least a $6 million player, but I think that's like the Boston price. Um, but in terms of like the trade deadline, um, I don't budge from, my Christmas list just saying someone who can beat the shit out of people. And like, I don't need a guy to like drop the gloves every night, but I, I need someone on this team whose primary responsibility is to be the guy. And they don't have that right now. And you notice it when you don't have the guy, 
or more, you more so notice it when you play a team that does have the guy. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, maybe it's just like a nostalgia thing where it's like we're the Bruins. Like we used to have eight of them and they used to have to compete amongst each other to be the guy each night. Um, And I, 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 Scott McLaughlin had an article where he mentioned, I think Jack Middleton from the wild or Pat Maroon. And like, it's been a joke, but it's like, I don't really know who else out there fits that bill and for the right price too. And by the right price, I mean like at or under a million dollars. Cause like the Bruins mm-hmm. don't really have a lot of cap space. They're almost certainly going to be terminating Lucic's contract. So that's a million, but I don't know when that'll happen or like if that'll be pre-trade deadline or what, or even if it would, matter. I don't know how, yeah. I also don't know how that works with, yeah, neither do I and how them terminating it versus getting some kind of league, um, salary cap forgiveness i don't understand how that, where, the, where that is and what they're going to do they might be waiting out the league to make a distinction of what they're going to do there yeah i also think grizzly could be a, a bargaining chip for them at the deadline among other players like not just him but i i th- wouldn't be shocked if grizzly got moved at the deadline <clears throat> could noah hannafin could the interest in noah hannafin be driven by Don Sweeney's desire to redo the 2015 draft. <laughs> uh, part of it. Let's just get Zaka and Barzal. Was Zaka 2015? Zaka was 2015. Wow, that's crazy to me. AJ Greer. <laughs> How's he doing? Another redo of the 2015 draft. Noah Hannafin. All that's left uh in terms of the big guys would be Barzell and, and then, uh obviously McDavid and Eichel. So if you can get all let's get all of them. Get, it's just an it's the infinity gauntlet but with like 18 fingers. I like Hannafin's size first round on here. Well, I, actually be a pretty I, fucking I, amazing. I think Hannafin coming here is more about Boston being like we only want you to play for this team if you grew up in Boston. Like I they, think that should be an actual restriction. That's the dumbest take that I have in sports, and I fucking mean it. You should only be able to play for the team that you grew up near. Yeah. I think Boston would probably be one of the better teams in the league if that were actually enacted. The Coyotes Toronto. would just Toronto. be Austin Matthews playing every position. <sighs> Arizona assuming they're assuming they're going to stay in Arizona, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. What? Uh, don't think about this answer at all. Just give me one. Uh, <laughs> Arizona, okay. Arizona gets moved. What do you prefer, yeah. Salt Lake or Houston? Don't think about it. Don't you already thought too much? It's too. I late. know. I'm trying. Well, I'm trying to not think right now. I'm trying to not think. I'm watching you think. Don't I mean okay? I'm talking like like Freudian like. I know it's Utah. Utah is the one that I'm like. Well, that makes sense. It's close and it's cold. But I think if I put any amount of thought into it, it should be Houston. That'd be kind of cool. I Houston's the fourth biggest city in the country. Doesn't that feel wrong? It's New York, L.A., Chicago, Houston. It's like whenever I say that, people are like, "Oh, another Texas team." I'm like, I feel like hockey would do very well in Houston. I don't probably. I think it would do better than it does in Dallas. And I'm pretty sure they love hockey in Dallas. They don't love hockey in Dallas. All right. Well, I don't know. I've never been. If I go to Texas, it's to eat my weight and and die. I've been to Houston. I don't know if I left that city feeling like this place needs a hockey team. 
Is that just how you go into cities? I do analyze. Well, I'll tell you this: when I when I left New Orleans, I was blown away that they only have a football team. I guess they do have a basketball team, but nobody gives a shit about the Pelicans. You guess they have. I Buddy, I'm here to tell you, you guessed correct. They do have a team. Yeah. I, 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 mean, hearing... I left New Orleans thinking this place needs a baseball team. What are we doing? That'd be cool. Um, but when I left Houston, I was definitely not like, damn, hockey would do well here. I feel like Salt Lake City is better for baseball than for hockey. That seems more. Their Salt speed. Lake, I mean, I think it's like Olympics. Vegas, like the mayor of Vegas is like, we don't want the athletics here. Um, Because like they, they, like they don't have anywhere to play. Like they, they want. Well, they offered it's a whole thing, but they offered oh, yeah. them three hundred and eighteen million dollars to build a stadium, and they were like, mm, "Nah, not there." And they were like, "What are you talking about? You're getting so much money. What are you talking about?" And uh, the Las Vegas mayor was like, "I think their best interest, and I think what they're after, is to try to stay in Oakland. So I wish them the best. I hope that they do that. And I think it's like a bargaining thing to say, like, we're not giving you more, and we're not giving you something on the strip. So." Um, I think they're they're just bargaining. They're, they're probably still going to end up in Vegas. Imagine just like going to the Las Vegas Strip, one of the most electric places in the world. Then you go to like game 112 of the regular season and there's like 8,000 empty seats. You're like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, the A's are 45 games out of first place. Yeah. Fucking right. Yeah, that's athletics baseball, baby. Uh, but yeah, I'm loving all the conflicting information coming out. Okay, the drama around the Coyotes thing is so much better when I learned yeah. that the Twitter account is run by the son of the owner. So it's not run by. <laughs> oh, it's, it's not. Okay. Okay. He, there is a person, there's a social media manager who runs that account, does the memes, does the graphics, does all that shit. And the son of the owner also has access to it. And that's why every now and again, a tweet will read like an entirely different voice and be cringy and weird. I'd be so mad if it were my actual job to do that Twitter account. And then the owner's son just chimed in. I'd yep. be changing the password every day. Every time I saw the tweet, I'd be like, no, 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 no. I'm adding another exclamation point. But then you can't delete it because then that looks bad. And also it's the owner. So like, what are you going to do? Like, you can't tell him like, hey, get your kid off of here. Probably. It's just your job. Like, you're just, you're just going to work. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's fucking weird, but... That tweet that presumably was sent out by the owner's son this week about like we can't let you down. <laughs> so fucking yeah, it was. Weird. It was like, what the fuck is going on? Scoops, what are we doing, buddy? I I did. I do love getting like tweet notices that are like, you know, you can say notification. You can say notification. The tweet notification. Thank you. Is that better? Yeah. Um. Don't say noty. I get noties. God that say, damn. like, you know, the Coyotes are really reaching the end of the line. They're on very thin ice. People I've been reading that happy. for the last decade. <laughs> People are not happy. I would expect something to happen very soon because Kevin Weeks happy. in the distance shouting Atlanta. It's like, what are we doing? Yeah, it's like that's not news. It's not it's like, news to just guys, get on and be like, guys, there is going to be news. I don't. I don't think this is working out. It's like if if you say, guys, there's going to be news, and then 72 hours go by and nothing has happened, you should get your account taken away. I love Pete's take on it. He was like, I, I fully root for the Coyotes to like 
make it work but like i'm so tired of this shit <laughs> like yeah it's like it's just it's such a bad look for the league it's like this like weird infighting and like you got like this problem child that can't get their shit together and we're like all right we're sending you to military school and they're like no i'll change i promise and so we're sending you to utah you're like oh my god no please like what's what's gross about it is that if you're not a hockey fan it's probably one of the few things you know about the nhl oh that's it that's why it's it's so bad for the league is because it's interesting enough and dramatic it's drama that's what it is it's drama because it's it's attention grabbing but not in a fun way not like but look at austin matthews he's gonna score 70 goals again it's like i that's not a interesting to me because look at this tweet of this mm-hmm. person being weird and all the replies and quote retweets. Yeah. And look at this professional team that plays in a college rink and has for a couple of years and it's called mullet arena and has 5,000 people and they don't have a home next year and the league might take over and have to sell the team to a moron willing to buy it. I'll buy it. Put it somewhere stupid. That's what, that's my actual vote is like, don't put it in Utah. Don't put it in Atlanta. Don't put it in Houston. Don't put it in Kansas city. No, you put, put it, it somewhere in... so inconvenient. You put it on fucking hawaii you make everybody take a goddamn 13 hour flight to play there and then have them play la the next day i want it to be like like they're gonna be late for puck drop like be like kings get the advantage the other teams don't even hear like i want uh i want it to be like like green bay only has a football team because they were like the first place to have a team. And so like the league was like built around them in mind. Like they're a small city. Like I from Manchester, New Hampshire live in a bigger city than green Bay, Wisconsin. I didn't know that. That's crazy. It's teeny tiny. It's like 80,000 people. I want a hockey team in like, let me look up the town. Just make the Manchester Monarchs an NHL team. Fuck it. Wow. Maybe maybe the answer was right in front of me the whole time. The real the hockey team was the friends I made along. You know, the way. Biz would be behind it. Put the team put in Cody Wyoming. Oh, oh. Are you searching the least populated cities in the country? No, I was just looking at a map of of Wyoming. This place <laughs> spoke to me, bro. Let's Wyoming, why what's, not? What's going on in Cody, Wyoming? Let's see what's going on here. Um, no, con- okay. You have to take a couple of connecting. <laughs> they have they have an NHL team. Only enough. <laughs> Look at that. They already have one. <laughs> they have ten thousand people. Oh my god! They can't even fill the arena. Even if everybody went, they wouldn't fill the arena. Rob, I'm gonna text you a picture right now. <laughs> I feel like You're I gonna- have a I have a mental image of what this is gonna be. I'm just picturing just like a beat up dirt road with like grass growing through the cracked pavement and then just like an abandoned gas station. Oh my God, I'm so close. (laughs) That's literally a, that is a wild west town. It looks like a wild west. Why is the top part of these buildings recently done? That's how they want them to look. This looks like a really cool place to do paintball. Google Cody Wyoming if you're at home spelled just like Zach and Cody. 
This place is crazy, dude. This place deserves. We're the first people team. to search Cody Wyoming on Google in a long time. Someone's computer just dinged. They're like, "Oh my god, we're all." <laughs> like, Someone was interested. All right, Cody is a town in northwest Wyoming. The Buffalo Bill Center of the West has five museums. There's a what? firearms museum. The Buffalo Bill Museum, tracing William F. Cody's life with multimedia displays in the Draper Natural Muse- History Museum. Oh, so you have like Buffalo Bill right in front of you. So you get to do a whole cowboy thing. The Cody Cowboys, dude. The Cody Bills. <laughs> the Cody Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Old get Trail ba- Town get is Gary a on the frontier phone. town from with the 1800s log cabins and a saloon. There we go. The Buffalo Bill Scenic Byway winds past craggy cliffs to Yellowstone National Park. This is right outside Yellowstone. Dude, this is actually incredible. This would be a great opportunity. I want to talk to Gary. Can we get him? Yeah, can you call him real quick? Uh, the Cody Bisons. Bisons. We'll have two different teams that are basically just buffaloes. An expansion team, and we relocate the Coyotes there. So there's going to be two teams in Cody. Yeah, east side and west side. Have you ever seen the, like, if, all right, I saw it in the baseball subreddit. And it was like, but, like, what if every team was named after the animal that has, like, the greatest population in that city? And then it breaks down that every single team is just called the ants. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) The Atlanta ants. The Boston ants. Oh, it's so good. ants. It, it was it's I, I didn't expect it at all the first time I saw it. I was like, oh, this could be really interesting. Just ants, ants, ants. <laughs> yeah. Very good video. Very good video. I do like the sentiment. I do like the idea. This here's the thing. The Phoenix Coyotes, the Arizona Coyotes, whatever. Two major things about moving them. One, the name and the branding, the logo, the jerseys. Awesome. So good. Yeah. Classic. Timeless. Awesome. The other thing is that Phoenix is like the fifth or sixth biggest city in the country. It is also a huge metro area. I don't think the people fully appreciate how big Phoenix is. Millions Phoenix of people. This is cool. I've been a couple times. I really like Phoenix. And so like you're moving a cool team out of a big city. Like that, that does suck. And it's hard to actually pull the trigger on doing it. Like, I get why the league wouldn't want to do that. Cause, like, where there's no, the next biggest market would just be Houston. But, like, the, you should definitely have a team in both of those. It doesn't really make a lot of fucking sense to have a team in Seattle. But here we are. I forgot about the Kraken, to be honest. You don't need to remember them. You don't need to. Maddie Beniers, he won. You don't need another year. app. Rookie of the Year, as they call it. They call it the Rookie of the Year Award. You know what I'm saying? It's like beyond Maddie, it's like you don't need to know. They have a cool, they have plants in their arena. It's like, who cares? And their arena's underground. Yeah, kind of. It's that's fucking false advertising. It's on a hill. Don't take this away from me. And it's like half into a hill. It's, it's in the ground. It's just not. <laughs> it's ground. That's what they want you to think is that like, we're part of the earth and we have a wall of trees. You're. Come on. You have an Exxon Mobil sponsorship. What are we doing? It's the opposite We're, of climate pledge. Come to eco eco friendly arena. Bullshit. Get yourself a glass of crude oil. 
bitch. Kiss my ass. <laughs> Get Gary on the phone. Get him on the Somebody phone. writing this down? I'm getting riled up. Are we recording? If we uh, What if we weren't? <laughs> I'd go to bed. I think that'd be fine. I'm so I think tired. I'd be just fine. I'm so tired. <laughs> Um, uh, do you have anything? This is like the longest app we've done in a little bit. And it's, uh, it's really not. It's not. It's just that we haven't done an ep in a little bit. Yeah. It's the longest we app we've done. This is like about how long we average. Yeah. This is the longest episode in the last three days. Yeah, that's true. That's another far. good point from you. <laughs> I'm up to two. Cody, Wyoming, dude. I'm really stuck on <laughs> this place. <laughs> Google image it, folks, because you're going to see this and be like, this is what. I that's picked, that, this that's, is what European title <laughs> the Cody Buffalo Bills. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this podcast? Like, <laughs> I do like just did they know? Did they watch the game? <laughs> like, <laughs> the Cody Buffalo Bills. It's an hour and a half of you and I coming up with fake team names. I can <laughs> easily do that for an hour and a half. Oh my god, we should. That's all we should do this offseason. Kansas uh, City Queefs. There we go. I mean, well, I'm not going to beat that one now. But uh, if you Google Cody Wyoming, go to Google Images. This is what Europeans picture when they picture America. I don't think that's true. I think so. I think, I think this th- is the most American-looking place I've ever seen. Let's get a European person on the show and ask Gary, them only that, qu- and get them all. <laughs> get. Hi, quick question: uh, What do you picture when you see America? Is it the Wild West? No, all right. Well, thanks for coming on. Wrong answer. Like, I think they do picture cowboys and shit. I don't know. They, I, you know, it's I think they, I think they know right? New York and California, Hollywood, and then they know Texas. The rest is Texas and horses. Okay. Well, we got to, as long as we're getting those in there too, then yeah, sure. You have a point. Most of it is just horses, though. The Wyoming Patras forever in our hearts do you think maybe he got surgery because he sucks i think he got creeped out by how much i talk about him being my son and he was like i need to take the season you think he saw one too many 51 is my son t-shirts in the crowd we've sold zero 51 is my son t-shirts that's not true we sold mugs we sold did we not make t-shirts did i not buy my own mug no they're available we have merch, by the way, people. I don't know if you remember that. We did sell two hoodies recently, so we're on our way to financial independence. I do not know how to claim any of that on my taxes, so I might get audited. And if I do, we're, we're ending the show. You still do your taxes? I I found out like three years ago. If like, the IRS is listening, yes. I found out like three, four years ago. If you just don't do them, they never come for you. Um, they came from my uncle Al in the 60s. I can't wait for you to get audited in like two years and you're like, they need receipts from 2012. (laughs) Did we have receipts in 2012? (laughs) Yes. I got nothing. All right. I'm I'm, all right. Let's get out of here. You got to get to bed. Thanks so so much for hanging out with me. Thanks so much for talking Potra with us. Thanks so much for coming up with fun little names with us. Uh, we'll be back probably more recently than uh, more soonly than we were this past time. Any uh, any so closing it. thought? Thank you for bearing with me. I got a cat in my hands. <laughs>